145. 15 police officers surround the movie theater, and four officers are needed to subdue Oswald inside. At 1.51 p.m., police report him in custody. 2 p.m., the Dallas police paraffin tests confirm Oswald recently fired a gun. Oswald's wife later confirms that the rifle found in the depository belongs to her husband. 2.20, the hearse carrying the president arrives at Air Force One with the First Lady sitting next to the bronze coffin. 2.30, interrogated for almost 12 hours, Oswald denies throughout that he had anything to do with either murder. Great, you found a patsy. Go again. Confronted with photos of himself holding a rifle and pistol, Oswald sneered, saying that they were fake photographs taken by the police and that they had superimposed upon the photographs a rifle and a revolver. He eventually stops answering all questions. You get Jack Ruby to kill your patsy. That's good. 238. Vice President Johnson is sworn in as president on JFK's Bible while standing in a cramped compartment of Air Force One next to his wife and Mrs. Kennedy. 247. Air Force One leaves Dallas, and as the plane approaches Washington, D.C., Mrs. Kennedy makes funeral plans, and the Johnson speaks with advisors. Mrs. Kennedy replies to Lady Bird Johnson's suggestion to change out of her bloodstained dress by saying, Oh, no, that's all right. I want them to see what they have done to Jack. 7 p.m., Air Force One lands at Air Force at Andrews Air Force Base in Maryland, and Johnson meets the press assembled outside for his first statement as president. I will do my best. That's all I can do. I ask for your help and God's. 7.05 p.m., Robert Kennedy meets the plane, and he and Mrs. Kennedy go to Bethesda Naval Hospital, where the body has an autopsy and is prepared for the funeral. 7.10, Oswald is charged with Tippett's murder. 11.28 p.m., Oswald is formally challenged, uh, charged with Kennedy's assassination. November 23rd, the president's casket is placed in the East Room of the White House, where it stays under honor guard for 24 hours. 250,000-plus people, including dignitaries from over 90 countries, attend the funeral just a few days later. Now, from that history, just a couple things strike me right off the bat that I figured I'd share with folks. Because I thought it would be interesting. I'm not a formal JFK murder investigator. I did not stay at the Holiday Inn Express last night. I did eat my Wheaties. I bet eat my Wheaties. See, just like Michael Jordan, I can be pretty good. But I have conducted investigations. Matter of fact, I've done hundreds, if not thousands, of investigations. I ran a counterintelligence team. I know what it means to dig in and look at data. And some things stood out from the timeline I just read to you as strange, odd, awkward. Let me start with the first item. JFK is assassinated at 12.30 p.m. on November 22, 1963. 